the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. I love that song. It says that my heart will trust your heart. Come on, are you going to trust the heart of the Father? Do you believe that God loves you? Do you believe that God has a plan for you? Do you believe that it's God's will to heal? Do you believe that it's God's will to prosper you? Do you believe, can you trust his heart? I will, my heart will trust your heart. God's will to heal, God's will to love, God's will to redeem, God's will to restore. It doesn't matter the situation that you got yourself into. Can you trust his heart? He loves you. He's forgiven you. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose, right? We get off plan. We get off track. But anyways, it doesn't matter. God's turning that mess into a message. Y'all ready to preach your own message, right? God's turning it around. Amen, amen, amen. Woo! All I ever need. Let's go! Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down, everybody. Calm down, right? I just, I love when we're singing the word of God, when we're singing about his love and his grace and his mercy, right? Ah, yes, so good. God loves you so very, very much. And it is God's heart that we love one another, that we love one another, right? 2022, we're going beyond. We're going beyond and beyond, to infinity and beyond. Let's go. We are going beyond. And we're going to do it together, right? Knit together in love. Not knit together in bitterness. Not knit together in resentment. Not not knit together with petty betty and holding on to this. You know, no. We're going to be knit together in love. Knit together in love. We are love life. We're better together. We are in this together. Come on, we are stronger together. We need each other. Look at your neighbor and say, you need me. You need me. We need each other. We need each other, right? Paul said, man, y'all got crazy with that. You need me. <laughs> I saw some hands like, whoa. <laughs> That's right. We need each other. I hope that brightened you. I hope that made you smile because we need you. We need each other, right? Paul said in Colossians 2, 2, let's jump in. Y'all ready for the word? Did you come for the word of God? Come on, y'all ready to open your Bibles, get in the scripture, because God's got a word for us tonight. Colossians, let's go. Paul said in Colossians 2, 2, for my hope is that their hearts, come on, here at Love Life, in the body of Christ, come on, that their hearts may be encouraged as they are knit together in unselfish love so that they may have all the riches that come from the full assurance of understanding the joy of salvation. How many are ready to come to know, come to the full assurance, understanding your full salvation? Not just that you are getting to heaven, but you can live heaven on earth all the way until you get there. How many are ready to come to know, fully understand, fully experience that sozo life, that all-inclusive life, right? We're going to that all-inclusive resort. We should be living an all-inclusive life. You know what? Something comes knocking at your door. It's included. It's included, right? The life, the storms of life come knocking at your door. Man, God's will to heal. God's will to prosper me. We need to set our minds on things above, right? That song said that we are seated in heavenly places. Do you think Jesus is up there struggling? 
Do you think Jesus is up there struggling? No, he's not. He's up there praying for you. He's up there praying, interceding for you to the Father. They got this. They can do this. They're going to come through. They're getting over to the other side. He's like, come on, keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on me. Focus on me. We're seated in heavenly places. It's time to wake up and pay attention to the word. Let's go. Yes. Hearts knit together, resulting in a true and more intimate knowledge of the mystery of God. That is Christ. Ooh, that mystery of God. It's Jesus. The mystery is revealed. We have salvation in him, all included in the blood of Jesus, right? In him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom. Anybody need some wisdom? We need wisdom for our everyday life. We need wisdom for our relationships. Come on. We need wisdom to parent a godly, healthy, strong generation. We need wisdom, come on, over our finances. We need wisdom over fears and anxiety. When you got the answer, you no longer got fear. Man, I, I, was, I was in bed last night just thinking about uh, the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in me. I'm, I'm like, it, it was blowing my mind. I don't know. I just kept thinking of that, thinking of that, thinking of that. It's dark. You know, I'm like literally going to bed, but I can't stop thinking about that scripture. And then I'm thinking like the same power, like, like God, was it your hand? Like what was the power that raised him out? Because that's in me. Like what if, what if I need to just punch somebody real high? I got that power. Like I, I, in my mind, I'm just thinking about the same power. This is me getting weird, right? But this is just how I think. Like, I don't need an Iron Man hand. I have the same power that rose Christ from the dead in me. Whom shall I fear? Not you. Not the government. Come on. Not sickness. It doesn't matter. We do not need to live in fear. Do you believe do you believe that power lives and dwells inside of you? Wake up to that power. It's the year to come to know. It's the year to come to know with great understanding who you are in Christ and who he is in you. Who he is, you walk in that authority. That song talking about the confidence. There is a great confidence you have when you know that God loves you. And when you know that same power lives and dwells inside of you. You ain't worried about stupid stuff. You ain't worried about petty betty. You ain't worried about life and pressures and bills. When you know that God has a plan. But what you need to get it together is you need to stop being lazy. <laughs> Anybody? We can't blame that on God. It's talking about he's going to provide. You need a job. Okay, you need a J-O-B, you got to get to work, you got to, okay. <laughs> For all the singles, you know, talking about, oh, and he said this, and he says, does he got a job? Does he pay his tithes and offerings? Is he about to open up his Love Life account and show you his tithes and offerings? Does he got a J-O-B? Oh, got quiet. All the singles, I'm like, does he got a job? Just saying. He's going to put God first then you can connect with that. Put God first. That was for free. Sorry. It got really, really quiet in that. Because opening that app and showing you is a whole nother story than, than saying, yeah, oh yeah, I'm a tither. Our accounts are about to be one, homie. Open it up, bro, because I'm a tither. I show you right here, right now, I ain't got nothing to hide. Okay, well, you ain't. Well, we need to work on that. Okay. 
Come on, who's desiring to have a true and more intimate knowledge of the mystery of God, that is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge regarding the word and purposes of God. It's time to discern the word and the purposes of God in your life. God has a plan and he's got a purpose with your future, with your today, with your finances, to be a good steward, right? To build wealth so that you can be a good, a big giver, right? With your relationships, to love God and love yourself and forgive yourself and truly love someone else and truly be the hands and feet to Jesus, to your spouse, to your kids, come on, to your blended family. There's a, we got a lot of love to give, right? When God God is love and he lives and dwells in me. That's the power. The power is love. Ah, what's love got to do with it? Everything. Every single thing. Love's got everything to do with it because God is love. We're going to get into that in a minute anyways, right? My hope, come on, my belief and my confident expectation is that our hearts here at Love Life, we're going to be knit together that we're going to be knit together. We're going to believe the best of each other. We're going to encourage each other. We're going to be praying for each other. We're going to help each other out. We see somebody down, pick your head up. Let's go. We're in this together. We're in this together, right? That our hearts here at Love Life, we're going to be strengthened. They're going to be encouraged. How many know our hearts get down? Why? Because our focus gets down. When we get focused about self, it's all about us. It's all about me. It's all about what I, I need to take care of. It's all about my vision board, what God's got to do for me this year. How's that going? Your life on repeat? It's about you last year and it's all about you this year. It's going to be all about you next year. No. When it's about others, when you lay your life down is when you truly find it. When you start, what do you believe in God for? What do you believe in God for? Because I can't wait to connect my faith with yours. What do you believe in God for? Because I can't wait to see God do that. Because when he's done it for you, he's done it for me. When he's done it for you, he's done it for me. He's no respecter of persons. Come on. Big things are happening, right? That we're knit together in unselfish love. Not just selfish love. I love you. Now I said I love you. Now do this for me. No. Unselfish love. Unselfish love. We're going to believe the best. Give our all, right? So that we may come to know and understand the fullness of our salvation. It's God's will to redeem. It's God's will to heal. Come on. It's God's will to empower. That song was saying, every time I open my mouth, miracles, signs, and wonders are coming out. How many are ready for miracles, signs, and wonders? Believing to experience. Because I have the authority. You have the authority that Jesus has given you. Miracles, signs, and wonders. It's not about being perfect. It's about tapping into that superpower. Whoosh, whoosh. Man, when you go into the kids' class, you just walk in and they're like, I'm like, what, what, what's going on? Iron Man. And you're like, hi, Iron Man. And then the next day you're like, no, call me Spidey. I'm like, okay. Today you were Spidey. Yesterday you was Iron Man, you know. But they're just imagination. Imagine our imagination with the word of God. Woo! This girl is on fire for Jesus. For Jesus. Come on. For the Father, for the Holy Spirit, for love to grow deeper. Deeper in our roots, deeper in our roots so that we come to know the fullness of God's love, the depth, 
the height, the length. There's fullness of God's love to be surrounded. We're full of tamales coming off that Christmas season, but we want to be full of God's love, full of God's love that it's spilling out. It's pouring out all over us. When a situation comes, God's love is there. I'm never alone. I'm rooted and grounded in the love of God. He's brought me through. He'll bring me through again, right? To empower, equip, to prosper, to save, to set free. It's God's will, right? Resulting in a true and more intimate knowledge and understanding of who God is. Who is God? God is love. God is love. Every single one of us, we're searching for love. Are you going to love me? Are you going to love me? We put our parents on this, this, you know, standard of like, love me, love me, love me. And the moment they disappoint me, nobody loves me. God loves you. God loves you. People will disappoint you because they're people, (laughs) right? Only put that on God and he will never disappoint. His word will never disappoint. His love will never disappoint. Our, Our hope in him will never disappoint. His promises are yes and amen. Come on, never disappoint. Never disappoint. We know the Father through the Son, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge regarding the word and purposes of God. How many of y'all ready? Like, let's go on a treasure hunt into the word of God. There's all the wisdom, all the knowledge, all the understanding in Christ Jesus. This is our year to go beyond in understanding. This is our year to go beyond in our intimate relationship with Jesus. Jesus as your best friend. Like, I love that I came to Love Life Church at 13 years old. It was just the other day. Hey, (laughs) just a couple of years ago. Oh, my gosh. We're celebrating 25 years this year. Woo-wee. That's right. 25 years. And coming to know that Jesus was my best friend. Jesus is my boyfriend. Jesus is my everything, man. Me in high school, yeah, yeah, Jesus, Jesus, living this thing. Let's go. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? They had to bring a school bus, a big purple school bus to my house to pick up teens. Why? Because we're going, to, we're going to church. I said, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Plus, my dad was real strict. and <laughs> No boys were allowed. No boys were allowed to come on our street. For some reason, my dad owned the street. He just he laid it down. Even if you were a boy and you lived on the street, you walked around the other way. Even if we took the same bus stop, you caught the other bus stop. <laughs> like, that, was just, that was just how he rolled, you know? But man, if they wanted to come to know Jesus, come on over. My dad's like, you know Jesus, get over there. <laughs> you sit over there. <laughs> That's right. We're waiting for the bus over there. <laughs> and now you wonder why I am the way I am. That's how Miss Sasha rolls back there. Well, yeah, get over, scoot over. You know Jesus? Good. You got a job? Okay. You need one. I'm 13. I don't care. I had a job at 13. <laughs> Anyways, right? It's our year to grow in understanding. It's our year to grow in understanding, not in understanding of my relationship with Jesus, but in understanding with your relationship with Jesus. In understanding with your relationship as God the Father. In understanding with your relationship with the power of the Holy Spirit. It's time to come to know. 
It's time to grow up and walk in that authority that God has given you, right? It's our year to grow in understanding. Paul said in Ephesians 1.17, I love this scripture. I pray this scripture over our church, over our young people. When it's somebody's birthday, I pray this scripture over them. I just in love with this scripture. I pray this scripture over myself all the time. Girl, you need to learn, right? I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation. The word of God is information. You need a revelation on that information. When you put into application that revelation, you will produce a total transformation. That's the renewing of your mind to the word of God. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed. We want just something spiritual, something spooky, something just, somebody just, you know, a little wand, like a magical wand. God, change my life, change my life, change my life. It's not changed. How many of you guys wish, you know, like we could do that with pounds? God, change my pounds, change my pounds. And you gained one. All that stress working it up. Yeah, you just gained another one. That's not how it works. What do you got to do? Get your eating healthy, drink some water, eat some greens, get moving, get your heart rate up, you know, walk around <laughs> the house, do something, right? That's how it works. That's how it works. That's how our life changes. We get a revelation of new information. You're brought up different than I'm brought up, right? Me, Chateau, and Chateau. Three sisters were brought up in the same house. We all very different. She was brought up in a different house. I'm like, do you remember anything growing up? <laughs> but we're all just, we all, we have a different way of thinking, right? Which affects your perception. But it, it, it affects your view on things. How you see you is how you see others. How you see you is how you see your teacher. How you see you is how you see your homework. How you see you is how you see your boss. How you see you is how you see your work. Do you see what I'm saying? So we need to renew our mind. We need to grow in wisdom. We need to grow in understanding so that I pray that God may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation that gives you a deep and personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of him. For we know the Father through the Son. How are we going to get this wisdom? How are we going to get this intimate understanding through the Son? We look to Jesus. We know the Father through the Son. What did Jesus come to do? Preach, teach, and heal. It was the will of the Father. What did he come to do? He healed them all. It was the will of the Father. What did he do? He walked on water, surfboard. It was the will of the Lord, right? And Jesus, it says that um, Jesus went around doing good because God was with him. You know what? We should be going around doing good because God is with us. We got the same power. We just got to tap into that water walking power. Man, being a Christian since I was four years old, I received Jesus. Jesus was a real best friend. He was my hero. He was right there with me, prayed in spirit at four years old. So let me tell you how many times I have tried to walk across the pool. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, that's all right. Jesus is probably laughing. One time I was talking to Jesus, I'm talking to God, and I'm laughing, and I was like, God's laughing in my 
mind, you know, I'm just like, we're laughing. And then I was like, don't take me like Enoch because you love me so much. <laughs> I'm like, I know you love me and we're laughing, but I, I, I don't want to leave yet. <laughs> and then I felt like me and God laughed at me saying that. <laughs> But it's about having a real, intimate relationship with God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Resulting in a true and more intimate knowledge and understanding of who God is. You want to know who God is? God is love. God is love. John said in 1 John 4, 7, 8, Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. For, for love is from God, and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not, and never did know him. For God is love. Look at your neighbor and say, God is love. It's not love is love. God is love. Right? He is the originator of love and is enduring attribute of his nature. He is the OG, all right? Always been, always will be. Love, love, love. That's right. God is love. And we are commanded. Woo. Anybody rebellious up in here? We commanded. Look at your neighbor say commanded. Commanded. We love that word. To love one another. <laughs> Who? One another. Each other. Jesus said. Who said? Jesus said in John 13, 34. I am giving you a new commandment that you love one another just as I have loved you so that you too are to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. How? When we have love for one another. When we love and we're expressing that love through service, through submission, through encouragement, through praying, through being kind, through being gentle, through being humble to each other, with one another. You, you can't do that by yourself. You're going to be kind to yourself. Good for you. I'm like, man, I never get irritated until I'm around other people. The other day I went to the grocery store. I was like. I have been so well with people, like so kind. And I'm like, you know what? Being all this fast, like you haven't been anywhere. You had not had an opportunity to get mad at nobody, right? So I went to the grocery store and, oh my gosh, for some reason at the grocery store, I'm like, should I even tell myself right now? But yeah, I already got to go with it, right? So I, I, like the, I like the line where you just don't talk to anybody, you just check yourself out, the checkout line, you know? So that line had like 100 people, so I'm like, oh, great. Okay, so let me go over here. This line had one person, and they had laundry soap and water bottles. I'm like, man, this is easy. Like, why are nobody over here? So I jump over here, and then like four people get behind me. All that line that had 100 people was gone, and I'm still behind this one lady. Oh, my gosh. And so then I'm like, calm down. Oh, look at this gum that you can't have. Okay, look. And then there was like this, this healthy beef stick. And so I'm like, I grabbed the beef stick to read the ingredients to distract myself from turning into Hulk. And then I was like, why did you get so worked up? And I'm like, oh, it's been a minute since you, you've been out, you know? So the Hulk is still there. We need to tame Hulk and remind ourselves to be kind. 
You know that lady in front of you? Like, you know what? I probably should have paid for her and said, get on your way. <laughs> like, that would have been the God thing to do. Instead, I was up here like, trying to change my thoughts, changing my thoughts. <laughs> now that I think about it, just some soap in, in water. I could have paid. I don't even know what was the problem. I'm just like, I don't even know. Like, so she got a rain check, and then rain check, got to call the manager, and the manager got approved. Then, then, then another manager, because the rain check had expired or something. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Love one another. It's a command, right? What are you supposed to do? Love one another as Jesus loved. Jesus would have paid for them water bottles and that soap and said, be free, woman. <laughs> That's what I should have done. But I didn't get the revelation till right now. So, Father, forgive me, but now I see in the future. Now, don't, if you see me at the grocery store, don't come up in front of me so I can pay for your, your laundry soap and your water bottles. <laughs> the same power that rose Christ from the dead. Boom. Anyways. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love and unselfish concern for one another. That's how we're the hands and feet of Jesus. We are gifted to love one another because God poured his love in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Right? Paul said in Romans 5.5, such hope in God's promises. What's God's promises? To redeem, to heal, empower, equip us, save us, set us free. Never disappoint us. Because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. We love because he first loved us. We love others because he first loved us, right? 1 John 4, 19. They don't have this one. But we love each other because he loved us first. So you have to understand that you are gifted to love. You are empowered to love. It's not by your love. It's by his love that we love others. And we love others because he loved us first, right? I pray that our church, our hearts are going to be knit together in unselfish love. Because we're better together. We are stronger together. And we're in this together. We're in fit for life together. We're in life. We do life together, right? We work out together, we challenge each other, we encourage each other, we strengthen each other, we help each other, we pray for each other, right? We as one united family. You know what? When we become one, nothing is impossible. And the enemy will love to do everything in his power to divide us. Ooh, she gave you the stank eye. No, she didn't. She had an eyelash in her eye. Calm down. Calm down. How you see yourself is how you see others. It's time to remind yourself who you are. God loves you. He's got a plan for you. He needs you, right? There's something so special about unity. A united church, come on. A united family, even a united team. Man, it's like they got a special team. Why? Because they're united. Their hearts are knit together. They are loyal to each other, right? They're helping, comforting, forgiving, encouraging, strengthening, praying, being kind, living in peace, serving, motivating, submitting, and having patient endurance and truly loving each other. This is what we're called to do. This is what the Bible tells us to do. Love, encourage, forgive, motivate, right? Paul said in Colossians 3.12, so as God's own chosen people who are holy. You're holy. You are set apart. You are sanctified for his purpose and well beloved by God himself. Put on. This is the renewing of your mind. 
This is the part where we got to put on the word of God. Because, you know, in our house, we were trained, we were trained to throw blows. Why were we trained? We were not trained to throw blows. We just got mad and we threw blows, right? Anybody else? Your mom and dad. My mom and dad never said, oh, fight. <laughs> Me and Chitao were the oldest, so we were watching ourselves and we said, fight. <laughs> One of us was always going to be the boss. <laughs> and that's how it was. And it was fight till we decided who it was, you know? She could fight too. Like, don't let her throw you off. She's like this big, but she, she's fast. Like, one time, no, let's not go. <laughs> I would say one time I got jumped by six girls. I got jumped in seventh grade by six girls, like for real jumped. Like jumped. Like six girls, guys, I was holding my own with three. When three more popped in, I just grabbed the skinny one, put her over my face. She's beating me from the back, but I don't care. I was like, hoo, hoo, I'm like, where's my sister? <laughs> Together we could have took them all. <laughs> she's just fast. Like, she just, like, her, her blows were just, she already hit you three times. Like, boom, boom. And she was like this big growing up. But anyways, don't let her fool you. But you know what? She put on a heart of compassion. <laughs> she renewed her mind. <laughs> we both did. <laughs> we don't fight no more. In case you guys were wondering, this little black guy. No, just kidding. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm on a roll tonight. Oh, man. Put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness that comes in the grocery line or unpleasantness that comes from your kids or unpleasantness, come on, with a good temper, bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgiving each other, right? If one has a cause for complaint against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, you should forgive. Going beyond all these things, put on and wrap yourself in unselfish love, which is the perfect bond of unity. For everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for each other. Go beyond this year and express unity and love to one another. Go beyond and express helping your brother and sister, helping each other, helping, comforting, right? Calling, checking in. How are you doing? I missed you. You haven't been here. Just, I ain't out to judge you. I just want to make sure you're good. I just want to make sure you know I missed you. I missed your face in the building. I missed your laugh on Sunday service. Man, somebody was out from, you know, whatever we want to call it. And I'll, I heard her laugh on Sunday and I'm like, oh, she's back. Oh, when I see a family back, I'm like, yes. Why? Because we miss each other. We're believing the best for each other. We're in this together, right? Encouraging each other, strengthening each other, praying for each other, being kind, living in peace. How many of y'all ready to live in peace with the people who live in your house? Like we're going to live in peace with each other. Motivating, submitting, having patience, and truly loving one another. Paul said in Romans 12, 9 through 21. Y'all ready? I said, did you come for the word? Right? Don't just pretend to love others. Would your Facebook post? Talking about, oh, like, I'm going to go feed the homeless. When's the last time you did it without posting? When's the last time you went and gave water bottle without taking a selfie? When's the last time you did something just to do it? Not to post about it, not to, if you want it, there's your reward. God says, that's your reward. No, I don't want reward from men. 
I don't need your like. I don't need your thumbs up. My reward is from heaven. My reward is at the end of the day that I know I'm doing what God's called me to do. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. What, hate what is wrong. We don't hate people, but we hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine infection. Not infection, affection. <laughs> oh my God. Woo. <laughs> Somebody needed a laugh tonight. That's what it must be, okay? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be crying. <laughs> and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy. You know what? This, is, this should be the family rules. This is what we should print out, you know, and write all over the mirrors and have all over the house and remind our kids this is what we believe in, right? Don't pretend to love each other. Really love each other. You got that? Be loyal to each other, right? With genuine affection. Take delight in honoring each other. Honor your parents. Come on. We honor each other here in this house. Love each other. Okay, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically with a good heart and a good attitude. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager and, pay, and practice hospitality. How can I serve you? What can I do for you? God's been good to me. Let me be good to you. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of your own family. <laughs> to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. You know that list you got going on? Let it go. Let it go. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can do to live in peace with, with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge and I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemy is hungry, go buy him a taco. You feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil with good. How are we going to do that? We make it super spiritual, but how we're going to do that is helping each other, comforting each other, forgiving each other. You know what? Somebody wronged you, forgive them. Let it go. Encouraging each other, strengthening each other, praying for each other, being kind to each other, living in peace with each other, serving each other. How can I serve you? When's the last time you woke up and said to the people who live in your house? I keep saying in your house because that's the hardest. How can I serve you? How can I serve you? Right? Motivate each other. Submit to each other. Have patience with each other. And truly love each other. Paul addresses division in the church. 1 Corinthians 1, 10. I urge you, my brothers and sisters, for the sake of the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to agree and live in unity with one another and put to rest any division that attempts to tear you apart. 
be restored as one united living body in perfect harmony. Form a consistent direction among yourselves, having a common perspective with shared values. What are our shared values? Loving God, loving people, loving life, right? Loving God, loving people, loving life. Last week, we talked about our values here at Love Life. And it's so important that you know your values, you know your standards, right? If you know nothing, you fall for everything. We got to level up. Love. We love God. We love people. We love life. Outreach. We look for opportunities to care for, coach, and connect people to God. We're looking for these opportunities, right? I missed an opportunity in line at the grocery store because I'm over here trying to change my thoughts. There was an opportunity to coach, care, connect, right? Value. We value people and we treat them with respect and honor. Enthusiasm. We keep a good attitude living for and serving God with great passion and perseverance. These are our choices. These are our values that we decide every day that we're going to live by, right? Leadership, we lead, influence, and inspire others through our example, through how we live our life. Integrity, we align our thinking, our, our heart, and our actions with biblical standards. Fellowship, we do church as one united family. Do we get in arguments? Do you get in arguments with your family? We're people, <laughs> but we get over it. Because we are united in love. We're better together. Excellence. We always give our best because God gave his best. These values start with us. Unity starts with you, literally. You. Come on. It starts in our hearts. It starts in our homes. Come on. It starts with our lives. And it starts with our church. And it starts with us. And we're going beyond this year in understanding of who we are in Christ, right? Of who we are, of God's love, and who we are in the family unit, and who we are in the body of Christ, knit together in love, encouraging each other, strengthening each other. That's how we're going to have great success in every ministry, in every home, come on, in every family, in every relationship. That It starts with unity, and it starts with love. Loving God. Loving people, loving life. It starts with choosing Jesus. If you're in here tonight and you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would love to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We'll say a prayer together, calling on the name of Jesus. It's not about a special prayer. It's about the belief in your heart. You believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth. We believe in Jesus, we confess with our mouth. Everybody, if you want to say this prayer, let's say it together. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I ask you to save me and set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life. I receive all that you have for me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. And just like that, you enter into the family of God. If you are in here and you receive Jesus for the first time, we have something for you. If you could please raise your hand. Our Dream Team ushers, they've got a, uh, they've got a booklet for you. If you're online and you receive Jesus for the first time, please click that I receive Jesus button. And also, if you're on YouTube, get us your information. We'd love to send you that same packet, that same book. We are so excited that you 
decided to receive Jesus. Y'all ready to go beyond in every area? Amen, amen. Knit together in love. I love you guys so much. Have a great night and we will see you on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.